Hey, girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend. Ooh. We are back with part two about how to handle the holidays. We hope you enjoyed the first part from last week where we gave you some really great journal prompts and things to think about. And today I'm going to lead the charge around boundaries. Yes. All right, girls. So we got a couple that I uh, love that I wanted to share that I think are going to be super helpful for all of us. So if you are a calendar planner, I've got two. I've got one for planners and one for non-planners, um, but they'll work for both of you. Okay, if you are a planner like me, I love me a calendar. I love me a, a checklist. I, I just go to town with these things. I want you to look around Thanksgiving. And even if you can, if you can think this far out, Christmas, we know, or the holidays, whatever you celebrate next month. And I want you to just look at the flow of your events, your obligations, the things that are going to be happening. And I want you to look at them um, around what is going to be energetically required of you. Oh, what those events spark in you and look at each of them and notice if one's charged. Ooh, you know, like um, one of my friends who's hosting people for Thanksgiving, they're going to all go to Alcatraz. Mm. And so it's like, does that event make you excited or does that event make you feel like, oh, it's going to be a lot of logistics, right? Mm. And I want you to kind of notice what is going to be a lot, or maybe you're like, this is baking pie day and it's delightful, but it's also going to require a lot of energy. And I want you to, oh, or ooh, even better yet, this is when so-and-so relative arrives. Right. Because I was thinking <laughs> that there's, there's emotional energy and then there's physical energy. Right. Right. Yeah. So my energy is kind of like all of those. Okay, yeah. You, the therapist, probably knows more specifically <laughs> what we mean by that. So with all of those events leading up around this time, I just want you to plan out what you may need. Mm. Do you need an escape route? If you know you are doing a big event one day, do you need to like carve out a little time that night? Mm. You know, any way you can, even if you schedule like I am going to take a bath that night, or I am going to excuse myself and go just have a little meditation time. Anything you can plan to keep yourself recharged yeah. during this like very, you know, typically socially kind of intense time. Okay. I like that a lot. I mean, I've done this a few times in different mm -hmm. ways. I mm -hmm. wouldn't say that's been a consistent, but you, you were actually encouraging me to, to step it up with this. But I know that when I've been able to tell my husband, husband, yeah. what I need yeah. and be very clear. So I'm going to need a break mm -hmm. and the break I need is going to look like this. It's going to take this amount of time and I'm going to disappear or take a bath or do the thing or go for a walk or get on a phone call or mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. He, he bulldozes for me to have that. Mm -hmm. And you're mm -hmm. reminding me of the importance of that. So thank you. Absolutely. We've I know that is serving some girlfriends. We've got to take care of ourselves. And this, I think I've gotten really trained well from being a voice coach and looking at people who are either performers or public speakers. And it's like, okay, you have all of these quote unquote performances. How do we pace your energy? Because you are your instrument. And I like to think of the holidays as one long performance right? That's interesting. <laughs> I mean, it takes a lot of energy. You're setting the stage, the table. There's a lot of parallels with it. Um, so just how to pace this very in, kind of like, right? Charged time of year. Yeah. Okay. All right. Gonna, so hopefully that helps y'all. Now for you non-planner types or for, for even like for the planners, when things go sideways or things shift and things change, 
I want you to just do like that daily practice of giving yourself one moment in the midst of holiday mania, right? The good, the bad, all of it, just check in. Mm. Just keep having those internal check-ins. And I even want you to think about in the middle of a conversation with a relative mm. who's maybe cornered you at one of these functions. <laughs> you have the right, you have the permission to politely excuse yourself, to mm. move away. So I think a lot of the hardship we feel around this time is how we feel stuck. Right. So stuck and obligated. Stuck and obligated. Ugh. I mean, right? what is what makes you want to just stay in bed more than being stuck and obligated to situations right. and all the gaslighting that happens in the culture. Yes. But that's your relative. You're supposed to be love them. That's yes. your so-and-so. You're supposed to forgive them. Yes. That's some bullshit. It is some bullshit. You do not have to sit there and engage, especially if people start talking politics, right? So we know that that is a very tricky topic <laughs> around the holidays. And there are going to be people that bring it up intentionally to get a rise out of us. So, uh, you know, you decide for yourself what that looks like, what you need to do uh, to take care of yourself. But I just want to remind all of us that you can have moment to moment choices about how you can move away from something, how you can flow, how you can change the topic. You do not have to get cornered by anyone and no one has to get cornered by you too. So if someone decides to kind of shift away, that's okay too. Keep that energy flowing, y'all. It's all right. As you're talking about it, I feel relaxed mm. and I feel, and I think it's empowerment. I think the yes. relaxation that I'm feeling right now in my body is telling me that, yeah, I can relax into this. I can yeah. take care of myself and that this is its own spiritual practice. Yes, it right? is. We are wired and trained to like keep our minds busy or focused on negativity but we can also just focus on ourselves and mm -hmm. making these boundaries mm -hmm. is like the biggest gift for ourselves. And I think as girlfriends of a certain age, the other thing too is like, we're not, like you and I are not mm -hmm. wanting to people please no. anymore, no. right? That has completely wasted our energy and our time. Mm -hmm. And so we're taking our power back. And I think that's really what this is about. It's about taking yes. our power back, but it empowers everybody else too, especially when it's done with love. And I host Thanksgiving for a pretty big group. I love it. We've done it for years. My son was counting up all the turkey wishbones. We have nine. This will be the 10th. Uh -huh. I always wondered about that on yeah, your windowsill. On our windowsill, that's what they are. I didn't know. But oh, you I know, that. energetically, it's a lot if you're hosting. Right. I understand it's energetically if you're going. It's a, it's a whole thing. So I like to think now, after doing this for a while, that I set the table. I have a potluck system. People bring their signature dishes, so it's mm. not all on me or my husband, who's a great cook as well. So we're really like sharing the labor, which I think is key. Um, we get our sons involved in setting the table and doing their part. And then what I have to remind myself time and time again is I am just a part of this. Oh. This is not all falling on me. I am setting the table, my guests are arriving, and I am gonna let them have full ownership over their, you know, day with us. So that burden mm -hmm. of being the hostess with the mostest, the pleaser, the checking in and making sure everyone's all right. Oh, and the other way I do that, which I think is a good boundary thing too, is 
put all the drinks out, put all the glasses out, put the wine opener out, put the dessert plates out, put the dessert um, uh, things out. Everything you can do to have it be a, more of an automated system mm. so that when the, the meal um, comes around, everyone just knows where to go. You can kind of point them in the right direction, but you're not running around with right. your hair on fire the whole night, which I did the first couple times. Yeah. So we're OGs. We got this down. <laughs> but yeah, you know, just 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 give yourself permission to be like, I'm good. I did my part. Here's my dish. We're good. And sit back and enjoy yourself if you can. Yeah. The other thing I'm being reminded of mm-hmm. is that because everyone has some version of holiday drama, yeah. I think it's really important to be remind to remind yourself we're all dealing with shit during that time. Not just you, yes. but your in-laws and the uncle and their dog and all the things. Yeah. Everyone's got their trauma and their wounds and their issues and their own bullshit. Yeah. And we're all seeing the dynamic or the dinner party through that lens. Right. So when people act up, act out, misbehave, get drink too much and get all sloppy, whatever the thing is, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just them having their stuff. And I feel like when I can see that, Mm -hmm. I have a lot more compassion. 100%. And then I'm like, I don't have to be all up in it and and do the things that I've done in the past, getting angry, holding a grudge. Yes. I can see you for who you are and how you are. Mm -hmm. And I can accept that. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean I have to love it or I'm going to do it again next year, but mm-hmm. I feel like that lets me and everyone else off the hook. We're all I love dealing that. with bullshit. I think the holidays are triggering for everyone. Yeah. And that's a really good point. And on any given year, right, you may be more susceptible. You may be in a place. And I think we can all relate to like years where we've been in it too. And we hope everyone gives us grace. So thank yes. you for that very like humane reminder that like some of us are going through it at different levels, but it, we don't have to own that. And maybe we can have the patience and just like the love for them to like look at them at the party as they're acting a fool and be like, wow, (laughs) they're really going through it. So this is what trauma looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's sad and it's, it's, it tends to put a magnifying glass on family dynamics and situations. And Mm -hmm. that's just part of the culture. Mm -hmm. It's part of what we have to, we're dealing with and, Mm -hmm. and that's, that can be okay. It can be okay. And we, and that you're reminding us that we can take good, really good care of ourselves. And that makes it even more okay. Exactly. Take care of yourself because that's really like important. I think whether you're the host or whether you're a guest, it's, it's, very compelling as recovering good people to take care of everyone else. And then you are going to be spent. I know I will be spent if I do it that way. Yeah. So kind of actually being a little more guarded is, is really helpful. And then I can enjoy myself more exactly. because I'm in my own body. Yeah. You know, I'm in my own reality, kind of enjoying the theater. Join the theater of it all. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, if you found this helpful, go back and listen to part one of this, where we talk about expectations and we give you some journal prompts on how to handle yourself and your business mm-hmm. for the holidays Indeed. and i want to wish you a happy thanksgiving yes i know i'm so i know what i'm grateful for yes three seasons with my girl mm. and, and just like this experience i'm really grateful and that's one of my favorite things about the holidays maybe ending on a sweet note is we do go around the table and we each share something we're grateful for yes. out loud and that to me is what it is all about mm. this time of year and whatever you want to make it you know and my husband is native american i mean we have a laugh about thanksgiving and you know the kind of narrative (laughs) complicated right exactly complicated 
but we reclaimed it and made it our own, you know, so you can make it whatever you want to make it. That's really beautiful because a lot of us are having a, a hard time when you really look at the, what the history of Thanksgiving is <laughs> and the way people celebrate it with wild abandoned and this tricky story mm -hmm. and I don't want to make this be a political thing, mm -hmm. but I know I struggle with what my kids are learning at school yeah. about what Thanksgiving is and what they should be grateful for. But I talk with them about how I see it. And mm -hmm. so I we're having a reclaiming of that too. Mm -hmm. Plus I'm vegetarian. Mm -hmm. So I'm not serving some big ass turkey up mm -hmm. at my house, right? Mm -hmm. Or if I'm going to someone else's house, I need to bring my own vegetarian meal mm -hmm. or like, how do I still make it fun? Cause mm -hmm. I love the food, mm -hmm. but I don't want, I don't want to <laughs> have it be very bird centric for myself. And one of my kids, both of my kids actually won't eat birds. Mm. And so there's a whole complication about it too. Yeah. About like what is the food we eat and the traditions? And I can feel like in my family, it's shifting. Mm -hmm. There's a shift happening. And so I just want to also give us permission that Thanksgiving can also shift and change. Like, yes, the pies can be different. The yes. stuffing can be wild and crazy. And maybe you don't put sage in it this what? year. What like, a different spot. <laughs> Or you make it gluten-free stuffing. I just want to give us all permission that we can lighten up. Mm -hmm. and we can, I, I feel I want to shimmy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> that we can lighten it up now. Keep fun. the traditions you love and throw away the ones that aren't working for you. Yeah. I love it. All, all right. right. Well, happy Thanksgiving. We're grateful for you, too. Indeed. Bye. All right.